Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi everybody, it's me, Bunny Michael, and you're listening to XO Higher Self, the podcast where you send me your questions and I guide you to your higher self, the part of you that already knows the answer. Hello, EXO family. Hello, October. Despite many of us not going back to school, quote unquote, I still feel that back to school energy. I think this is honestly my favorite season because things become more focused. You know, it's my birthday on Saturday and I think about what I want and what's truly important. I'm also a sucker for like holidays. So I start to get excited about Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that stuff. I'm really corny like that. Also, astrologically, it's Libra season and I'm a double Libra. So (laughs) I feel like really empowered, but I also feel like it's really heavy at times. You know, when you get older and your birthdays become like sort of these weird challenges on getting older and the bias of ageism. And I just, I'm trying to dismantle that fear. You know, I'm trying to dismantle that fear of, oh, I'm running out of time to accomplish these things, you know, because these are all stories that we tell ourselves. And, you know, when I celebrate my birthday this weekend, I hope I can just really enjoy myself instead of giving myself like a panic attack about getting older. How are y'all doing? I know that the next couple of months are probably going to be pretty rocky. Um, I don't know how many of you follow astrology and I'm not an expert in astrology, but I have been reading a lot about the next two months being pretty challenging astrologically. And whether or not you believe in astrology, I think we can all say that the climate right now, the politics, the election, we don't really know what's coming around the corner. We can't predict the future, which was always the truth. But I think in a time of so much awakening and so much needed healing, we're just being shown over and over again the stuff that is just not working, both in our personal lives and on a collective level. And it can be really destabilizing. And I think that's kind of the theme of the next couple months, destabilization. So it's really important that we remember, even in the times where things are changing radically, one thing will never change. And that is our higher self, the part of us that is always empowered through love. There's nothing that can happen outside that can deter us from that power. So if you read a news article, if something happens in the next week or the next couple of months, if you're feeling apprehensive about the future and you're caught up in worry, just take a deep breath 
and remember that you are grounded in a power that is way beyond what happens in the physical. It's a divine power within you that comes from a place beyond this world. You are so expansive, even beyond the body. And that is the place that we remember we're safe. And I'm here for you. So if you have a question, if you need an answer, make sure to send it in and I hope I will get to you. But let's remember we're all a family. These are hard times. Don't forget to reach out to your friends. Reach out to a person maybe you haven't talked to in a while. You know, it's really easy to feel isolated right now. So, you know, be the higher self. Be the one that reaches out and it's like, how you doing to somebody that maybe you wouldn't have before? Because you never know how much you can brighten someone's day. Just a reminder, if you need something extra at the end of this episode, there's two more questions in the extended version, and that version is on our Patreon and is available to anyone who subscribes to the Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. So those episodes are longer and have more questions and get deeper into the higher self. So I really encourage you to subscribe and support us and help keep this podcast going and learn more about higher self. Okay, I'm ready for the first question. How about you? Here we go. Hi, Bunny. Um, so first of all, I just want to thank you uh, for this podcast and bringing this community community together. So my question um, is about a struggle I've been having for quite a bit now. And it's something I've been trying and trying to take care of. Um, But so for some reason, I have this fixation with being in a romantic relationship. Um, I've been in several in the past, mostly unhealthy ones. um, And I've had a habit of seeking validation through other people. And, you know, since over the years, I feel like I'm getting better in controlling that and have felt more in control with it. You know, and I've always thought that if I befriended or loved myself enough and connected enough to my higher self, I would get over this strong yearning and desire to have a relationship. And I've been wanting to accept that I'll create and develop a romantic relationship at the right time with the right person and like but like you know I meet people I go on dates or sometimes I've even you know catch myself um you know stuck on unavailable people and then I end up getting sad and upset with myself that nobody exists who's able to love me the way I want to be loved and it makes me start to think negatively and compare myself to others. And for some reason, I have no idea how to give this type of love to myself or any idea how to satisfy this feeling. Now, it's really frustrating to me sometimes because I know it isn't productive. And I so badly don't want to get upset about being single. But I sometimes I just don't really know how to kind of shake this feeling away or bring myself to it um so any insight you have would be really greatly appreciated so thank you so much bonnie it's okay to want a romantic relationship it's okay to have that desire that goal 
but we have to distinguish between our wants and our needs because they don't always line up, right? It's a good thing we don't have control over our future because we actually have no idea what we need. We just know what we want most of the time. Our higher self is guiding us to the people, places, and things that will serve our evolution in consciousness. And by evolution in consciousness, I mean the journey to becoming more aware of our higher selves, the intelligence of love, the part of us that knows we are whole and connected to every living thing on the planet. Every relationship, every job, every stranger we meet, they're all our teachers to going deeper within us if we're willing to learn. And if we always got what we wanted when we wanted it, we would never be challenged and we would be stagnant in our spiritual growth. So this fixation you're having is showing you how attached your identity is to being partnered with another person. And that is a very important insight you're becoming more aware of. The only way to see our attachments is when they're taken away from us and we're left with this empty feeling and we're just obsessing over how to fulfill that sense of lack. I would argue that most of your suffering isn't from your desire to have a romantic partnership because you said yourself that most of your experiences were not healthy. It's from the need to be in the drama of a relationship because it's the drama of a relationship that is the most powerful distraction from facing our own stuff. And you have become so accustomed to the cycle of finding someone and then breaking up and then finding another person. The fixation isn't the other person that you're looking for, it's the distraction. The reason why I think this is because a healthy romantic relationship isn't going to fulfill that feeling of lack because it's actually going to challenge the same issues that you're facing now when you're single. It's going to force you to confront your attachments because in order to truly love someone, you have to commit to your own inner growth, become a safe space for their inner growth because the two of you have to grow together. You can't use them to fulfill a lack within yourself because they will inevitably disappoint you. And from what I'm hearing, it's been really hard for you so far to grow within the relationships you've been in in the past. And being single right now obviously is the best environment for you to finally learn how to enjoy your own company. So yeah, the universe is like, hey kid, we tried with this person and that person, it didn't work out. So now we're gonna give you some serious solo time because you can learn better in a one-on-one -on -one classroom setting. Think of this time not only as a way to get more intimate with yourself and nurture your heart, think of this solo time not only as a way to get more intimate with yourself and nurture your heart, but it's also like a training for the relationship that you're hoping to have because honestly, you're gonna need it if you ever want the type of commitment that serves your higher self. In our culture, we put so much importance on finding a mate, like it's the end of our story. But our higher selves know there is no end to the story. We are on a continual journey to our self-awareness. Partnerships only bring more to the surface the issues we need to face, and we have the choice to keep ignoring them or take a hard look. Breakups are a change in learning approaches. That's it. That's all that's happening right now. Take advantage of it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Bunny. I was calling because I've recently been trying to really focus on myself and grow. I've, during the quarantine and pandemic and when this all started for me back in March, I just kind of let myself deteriorate at a much higher pace than I, I should have. And I'm trying not to beat myself up over the way I did handle something because it's handled and I need to move forward. And I've been having these outbreaks of emotion just overwhelming me. And it's like it sweeps me out from under my feet and I can't control myself very well. And I, I hurt people for it, not not physically, but I, I say mean things when I'm like that. And it's gotten kind of worse. And my partner um, wants me to focus on myself. So we've taken a step back from our relationship. And I just wanted to know if you have advice on focusing on yourself and being more open to just being friends with someone you love so much, but you've loved them not just as a best friend, but in a romantic sense for two years now. And I do want to keep her in my life as my friend and we both love each other very much so it's just i i've never broken up while still being in love so i wanted to know if you had advice thank you hey love it sounds like to me you need more outside support everything that's been going on has left us confused angry and traumatized it's put pressure on our relationships and our careers The fact that you've been struggling is not you deteriorating. It's you being incredibly triggered and needing some new strategies to handle your emotions and finding safe ways to soothe. What happened in the past, you cannot change. But our past experiences don't define us. You are not imprisoned by any mistakes you might have made. In fact, it's really important to begin to understand how in those moments of fear and anger, you can make a more self-compassionate choice. Because life is full of ups and downs, and all of us have to take responsibility for our own self-care in order to sustain the road ahead. This is an opportunity for more insight and more growth. Have you considered therapy or counseling? The cool thing about therapy these days is now that it's over video chat or text, you can have a much larger pool of therapists to choose from because they can basically live anywhere. They don't have to be local. 
And I know some friends who've started the text service therapy that's more affordable and actually like it a lot. It sounds like to me that your partner cares a great deal for you and you care a great deal for your partner. And your partner wants you to focus on yourself right now because you've neglected your own needs and your own healing. There's a lot of love there and that is so special. But we can't be there for other people in a healthy way if we're not taking care of ourselves. The part of you that wants to beat yourself up now over your mistakes is the same part of you that makes you vulnerable to hurting others because it comes from a place of not being grounded in your true self, your higher self, the realization that you are whole and enough right now. And I mean that right now, not after you get therapy, not after you get your partner back. I'm saying you're enough in this moment and you always have been. When you prioritize giving yourself support systems to help you remember that truth, you're empowered. It's like remembering to bring your armor with you. You are always held in love. Even in the moments you're most afraid, love is always there and always will be. Hi, Bunny. Um, my name is Loan, and um, I'm sorry if my English is not perfect. I hope you all are gonna understand me well. Um, yeah. First of all, thank you a lot for what you're doing. It's helping me a lot. And yeah, I wanted to ask you if you had anything to say to help me manage to like embrace chaos what do i mean about embracing chaos is like i think we live um in times of an uncertainty and i feel that chaos that surround me and the chaos that comes within me and i feel like i want to embrace it but at the same time i can't um like i I keep wanting to control and I keep on disliking things that I do. I keep on judging myself while I create, like while, while I'm drawing, for example, or yeah. And I think it is keeping me away from freedom, keeping me away from free expression without self-destruction. And sometimes I feel like um destructing um any of my idea from the root itself any of my creative idea um i judge the root and if i dislike it i cut it i don't even let anything grow i feel like my inner garden is dying and sometimes i'm asking if i'm not punishing myself a part of me thinks it's because new things will grow in my inner garden and maybe they need place. I've heard before that sometimes you need to like die to reborn yourself in a way, maybe reborn in a new version or something, but I don't know, I kind of like don't believe in these thoughts anymore. I kind of I don't wanna say that I'm losing oop, but yeah. 
that's pretty much it. Um, thank you for listening to me, and I wish you all a lot of sunlight, a lot of sunshine, inner sunshine. Thank you. You know, a sure sign that you're on the verge of a breakthrough is feeling scared as hell. And I think we're all on a collective level living in a time where we're on the, this precipice of awakening a dimension in us that is unknown territory. If you look at what's going on in the world, all the chaos, all the disorder, it seems like all the things we used to feel were secure, the institutions, even if we didn't like them, we still perceive them as stable. And now everything from our jobs to our political system seems to be dismantling. And the future is so unknown right now. We're all experiencing a lot of anxiety. But there's a deeper part of us that knows in order to build something that truly represents us, we have to tear down the old structures. There's a death that happens to make room for a new age. And we experience this both in the personal and collective because there's actually no separation from personal to the collective when we acknowledge we are one consciousness evolving as a whole. Making art is an intuitive practice. When you make yourself available to creative inspiration, you become a channel. You are channeling information from beyond the physical realm. And as it moves through you, it takes physical form based on your unique qualities. That's what self-expression is. It's divine inspiration interpreted through the self. Sometimes this process is peaceful and enjoyable, and sometimes it's really challenging. Because you are standing in front of a door that when it's open, you have to relinquish control. You have to surrender to the cosmic information that yearns to move through you. You have to let go. That is why I say everyone is an artist, but not everyone is willing to practice. I'm sensing that you're feeling overwhelmed by your own power at the moment. You are tapped into the energy of the world that wants to be expressed through you. And it's feeling a bit suffocating and you're judging your ability and having a hard time trusting that it's safe to go there. Our culture teaches us that safety comes from predictability and structure. But if we look at nature, there's so much chaos and unpredictability. On the quantum level, there is no predictable pattern and that is actually our true nature. Fear is very powerful and it's okay to feel fearful right now. But rather than letting it overpower you, I would just get curious about it. What is it teaching you about where you perceive your own limitations? What assumptions is it making? What walls is it creating between you and your own joy and purpose? How is it blinding you to your own gifts? Are you actually unsafe or just entering a new stage of your own growth? Remember, there is no rush. Don't judge your pace. The more you let go of how you're supposed to be feeling, the sooner you will move through whatever feelings are inhibiting you. Hi, Bunny. First, I want to say thank you. Your voice and podcast has given me icebreaker questions to get to know myself better and have been a strong reminder to put myself first. My question is, how can I work through others' perceptions of me and my personality? I've gotten comments recently and opinions of my personality 
that has been frustrating from coworkers and my parents. Comments such as, I'm too quiet, I'm too sensitive, basically insinuating that I'm this very delicate person with nothing to say, and I feel like my tenderness and empathy is seen as weakness. And it's it's really frustrating. If you have any advice for me, I would really appreciate it. Thank you. My mom used to introduce me as her sensitive child when I was little, and I hated it. But I was extremely sensitive. I used to cry if my sister got punished for being mean to me. I needed so much attention, and I still do. It took me a really long time to realize that my sensitivity was actually one of my greatest gifts. Our parents think they know what's best for us, so sometimes they believe their criticism will make us stronger, when most of the time, it just hurts our feelings. But we're adults right now, right? Our parents are just other people with their own opinions. And so are our coworkers, just other people who are on their own journey of self-awareness and self-love and just doing the best that they can. You know why tenderness is seen as a weakness? Because we live in a patriarchy and toxic masculinity is based in dominance. If everyone openly shared their feelings in a safe environment, you know what would happen? People would begin to understand that power doesn't come from domination. It comes from realizing we're all worthy. And so the patriarchy does a very good job at keeping that wisdom, that tenderness, as much in the shadows as possible. Otherwise, the whole system falls apart. The important thing is to not take this too personally. It actually has very little to do with you. But you can use this as an opportunity to set example as someone who is proud of their introverted nature, their tenderness, and their sensitive side. The more you accept yourself, the less you will let other people determine the state of your consciousness. But I wouldn't shy away from letting them know how those comments are making you feel. What if the next time someone said you're too sensitive, you were like, My sensitivity is one of my favorite things about myself because it's so freeing to not be afraid of my own feelings. Or if someone says you're too quiet, you could say, I'm just an introverted person and I really like to listen. We can't control what other people think about us, but we can control how we treat ourselves. Your sensitivity is radical. It's revolutionary and it's important. You are sweet and special and perfect, just how you are. Don't forget that. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. To hear extended episodes, get exclusive content, and directly support the making of Exo Higher Self, become a Patreon subscriber by making a small monthly contribution. We couldn't do this without the support of our patrons. Visit patreon.com backslash exohigherself. If you love the show and want to be in touch with what's new, follow us on Instagram at exohigherself. If you can, give us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. It greatly increases our chances to reach new listeners and expand the community. Be gentle, patient, and kind to yourself this week. Get quiet enough to hear what your heart is telling you. And thank your spirit for the opportunity. I love you, and so does your higher self. See you next week. Bye.
Exo Higher Self is recorded in Brooklyn, New York, hosted by me, Bunny Michael, produced by Kara Gilvey, with original music and sound mixing by Michael Bihari. 